Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello, we're back for the next edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with me, Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications for the International Private Bank. And I'm very pleased to welcome my old friend, Christian Nolting, our Chief Investment Officer for the Private Bank based in Frankfurt. Christian, uh, it's been a busy time, hasn't it? You've been, along with your CIOs, I am sure, looking really closely at these Q1 earnings, which have continued to flow through lots of activity in the financials, also in the tech center, sector last week, um, with more to come. But Christian, to start the podcast today, I'd love to get your take on how you think this earnings season has progressed. Yeah, hi, Stuart. Good to talk to you. So first of all, uh, indeed, they are very busy time, which is good news. And what I especially liked as well, I think the last uh, months were really focusing on macro, which I like, don't get me wrong, but uh, also to look at the company side is giving a good indication where where the economy eventually is and what the companies are doing. So to focus bottom up also is very interesting. And And what I can see in the earnings season so far, First of all, the good news was that expectations had been lowered, so there was a little room for upside. And I think on average, the companies really took that. The tech sector was very strong, as most of you will have seen. And I think here, the good news especially was that the weaknesses we saw in Q4 last year oftentimes could be just reversed into a positive. So, And from that perspective, I think that's good news. And that's also uh, bringing down the immediate fear of, of a massive recession coming up. I think so far, earnings season really has been surprising to the upside. And you see that also in the market reaction. So especially on, on single stocks, if you look at some tech companies, for example. So good news from that side, I would say. Yeah. You know, in this case, I really would agree with you on that. I think so many investors and, and market participants were looking at those banking sector risks that we saw back in March to finish off Q1. But, you know, the results themselves have shown that financials in particular, but then we can grow cross sectors. They were able to shrug off those risks and continue to look out for positives. How how are those outlook statements from CFOs um, as they've delivered their Q1 earnings? Yeah, first of all, there was a lot of discussion about the banking sector in March, uh, especially towards the end, uh, agree. Um, but we have said uh, we don't think it's a systemic event, right, very clearly. And now, uh, one month later, it looks like, uh, of course, it's something to be watched, especially on some single names. I think that's that's very important still. But in general, uh, no systemic event and quick reaction also from the central banks, regulators and some governments there where necessary. And I think that's good news. Outlook, I think, especially if you look at ads was positive, uh, at cloud computing, for example, was positive, which reflects there is still a demand in the economy, I think, which is very good news. Uh, but now, of course, uh, turning to next week, uh, where still the earnings season is uh, ongoing, but we also get quite a massive macro week. Yeah, we do indeed. I mean, I know there's going to be lots of central bank activity next week, and they're going to be looking at the data, aren't they? They look at the company earnings, but they look at inflation uh, economic output, uh, labor costs. I know we've had some data in the US today. How are you looking at next week with the Fed, uh, the ECB, and some pretty important non-farm payrolls data coming next Friday? Correct, yeah. Uh, so let me start with the, with the Fed, the FOMC meeting uh, on Wednesday, May the 3rd. Um, so the market is expecting, as we do, a 25 basis point hike. Uh, and certainly they, they know the labor market is quite strong, I think, which will lead them to another hike. But interestingly, that could be their last hike, at least for the time being. 
and then staying at that level. So I think they won't surprise the market with a hike, but what's very important is their statement afterwards. What's their outlook? Uh, I think they will say we need to look data dependent and we are ready to actually move in both directions if necessary to hike further. But if the economy is weakening, we are also ready to cut, by the way, which is not our view that they need to or would do that uh, in this year, but still cautious on growth. So I wouldn't completely rule out the recession. That has not changed, actually. But I think very interesting uh, and maybe historic data point from the Fed if that's the last uh, hike in that cycle. So then one day later uh, on Thursday of the ECB, uh, and here before on Tuesday, you have the inflation data in the Eurozone, which is coming in. We got some already, if you look at different countries. So Germany, a, a bit lower on inflation, but Spain, Italy, France were still very sticky and even higher on inflation. So for the ECB is a mixed bag. Uh, and if you look at gross data, which came in, which is uh, not a recession or a negative quarter, if you look at uh, Q1, but very close to. So 0.1 is close to zero, obviously. Uh, so there's not so much room for the ECB. So they need to look a little bit also at the gross picture. And from that perspective, we also think they do 25 basis points, but there's probably a bit more to come. So different to Fed. I don't think that's their last hike we would see this Thursday. So a bit different picture, what we have always been saying of these two central banks. But again, very important to look at the Fed, but also the statement uh, of the ECB, how they see inflation uh, going forward. Uh, so as, as I said before, many times, you don't think there's hyperinflation and headline inflation could turn lower a little bit, but sticky core inflation. And I think that's something they need to tackle. And that's why also they, I think they would hike. And again, then uh, moving to Friday next week, uh, where the Fed uh, down the road, if they say it's data dependent, really would look at is the non-farm payrolls so the, the labor market is incredibly strong in the US and that with that wage pressure uh, bringing inflation still higher because of second round effects, uh, it still expect the labor market to strengthen. So more than 175,000 jobs to be created. That's the expectation a bit lower than last time, but it's still very, very strong. And from that perspective, uh, I think that's also looking at that the Fed would take this into account with the hike, but very important and maybe historic week next week. Yeah, well, looking forward to it. And it's a shorter week as well, isn't it? For many of us in Europe, we're going to see some public holidays on Monday. And of course, as soon as we're back, uh, this data is coming and we're going to look at the central banks very closely. And certainly our investors need to be looking at that. Um, well, those actions, those decisions very, very carefully next week. Look, I wanted to finish the podcast today, Christian, by talking um, a little about, about a topic that we don't often speak about on this podcast, but it's critically important. And that's the debt ceiling discussions that are going on in the United States. I'd love to get your insights and you know, perhaps some of the conversations you have with our CIO in the US, Deepak Puri, about how you think this whole discussion is going to play out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I think, very important topic. And we always said uh, it's probably one of the most important events uh, this year from, from a risk perspective as well. Yes, talking to Deepak there, but I have been in the US just recently. And also, I think it's a very important topic, many discussions about this. Uh, and I think it will be a very tough discussion, which has really started now with McCarthy uh, Speaker of the House uh, bringing first uh, ideas forward. And now the discussion really starts, which will be a tricky discussion, I get. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's, again, a last-minute decision, and that could cause some volatility in markets. And interestingly, Stuart, the market is uh, certainly watching that very, very closely. If you look at CDSs on the US, there was a lot about discussion about CDS on banks, but you can also do that on governments, of course. 
and and uh, states. And so you look at the US, uh, CDS is above 170. That's the highest level in the last 10 years. So obviously some hedging against this. And uh, from, from that perspective, very important to watch. And I think it will be probably a discussion topic for the next weeks, if not months, and probably we get into a last minute decision. So I'm sure there will be many more podcasts where we talk about this, but I think it's right that we mentioned this already. Yeah, thanks a lot, Christian. And look, I've kept it in my notes here. I'm going to keep coming back to it with the subsequent podcasts. Thank you so much for laying out the landscape for us today. I think there's a lot going on. And as you said, potentially historic week next week as we look at the actions of the Fed and the ECB. This has been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with me, Stuart Haslam, and Christian Nolting, our Chief Investment Officer for the Private Bank based in Frankfurt. Have an excellent week. And for those of you on holidays on Monday, have a great day. Bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.